Welcome back to another go at checking it out. Like with Kick-Ass last night, we sort of bend the rules. I say last night, I mean last episode. <laughs> we kind of bend the rules and we watch something that both, is, both of us had seen. This time we're sort of gone for the complete opposite. It's something neither of us have seen. Sorry, I'm um, feeling my face. Um, yeah. 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 Um, this movie, uh, I actually saw it on TikTok. Yep. And sent and shared the video with you. It's actually, it looked really cool. Um, super, uh, well, the genre is horror, but I don't know if it's meant to be full horror. I think it's like meant to be like thriller. I'd say more mindfuck thriller. Yeah. But seems cool. We haven't actually said the name of the movie yet. No. And now you've just shoved more food in your face. You say it, buddy. Apparently. So the movie is called Hippopotamus. Let's see if you can say it without tripping over your words. Hippopotamus. Yeah. I just wanted to make the joke about you tripping over. Remember when you had a fall? Or two or three. Yeah. I just wanted to see if you'd fall over your own words. No, I can say hippopotamus. Or if it's just over your own feet. Huh. It's only over my own feet. All right. Read us the plot. No, Ruby wakes from a bad dream to find herself in a real-life nightmare. She's trapped in a basement. Her legs are broken and she can't remember who she is or how she got there. Her kidnapper, Tom, tells her she will remain captive until she falls in love with him. Ruby is focused on trying to escape until Tom starts helping her to remember her past and she begins to question everything. I feel like it'll be very, very independent, low budget, all that sort of stuff based I on the trailer. Breathing. Stop eating. I'm really hungry. Sorry. I did some reading. Bit of trivia for you. Mm -hmm. This is an indie film. It costs 5,000 pounds to make. There you go. Hmm. Which I think pounds is like, I think double. Give or take double. For American, uh, uh, for dollars. Australian dollars. So it would have been like $2,500. Is that right? 10,000. Oh, double the other way. Got ya. Yeah. Oh, pardon me. Yeah, so $10,000. Yeah. Which I don't get stuff like that with budgets and all that sort of stuff for a movie. It's literally two people sitting in a room based on the trailer. That's the whole movie. How does it still cost $10,000? Yeah, because it would most likely be about paying the actors. I guess. and That would be a part of it. Maybe Stop eating until we're done. We're Sorry. nearly finished. The more you keep eating, the longer it makes it take. Mm. Continue. You haven't seen 10 Cloverfield Lane, have you? They said that this was, re- uh, when I did some reading on it, they said that this is like that style of movie. But you haven't seen that? No. That's, even before you said that it's in that style, that's the first movie I thought of upon watching the trailer. Is it? Is that about, like, people in a room? Yep. Okay. Is it good? It's not bad, actually. Maybe we should watch it, put it on our list. It's got John Goodman in it, and I forget who the girl was. I think, what's her name? Alicia Cuthbert? I have no idea. I don't know if it's her. I could be way off on that. I don't recall. Anyway, it's pretty much this girl wakes up in a a bunker underneath the ground, who John Goodman's character has set it up. Stop eating. Wait two minutes. I feel like you're going to hear every chew on this recording. We haven't eaten all day. 
So let's I'm really hungry. Let's just get in the movie. All right. We'll be back. Bye. Oh, no. Well, we should probably talk a little bit about it. What else is there to say? So it's a movie about this chick who wakes up in a, a basement. This guy's, like, got her ca held captive. There's a massive twist at the end. How do you know that? You haven't seen it. No, because that's what the YouTube, uh, not YouTube, the um, TikTok video said. Like, it's one of those mind, mind F movies where it's like, ooh, you know. Yeah, and that's pretty well given away in the trailer. Yeah, so be, there'll be a big twist at the end. Um, and it's received some decent reviews. Um, and it's British. Cool. Cool. All right, we're going to start watching and eating because I'm sorry. Bye. Six minutes in. That was actually a really quick six minutes. Yeah, it was. Um, six minutes in, something's weird. He's got her captive. Mm -hmm. He's acting like a crazy. He knows a lot about her. I think he's just proving the point. So <clears throat> like, I know who you are. Like he said, don't try and escape. Your legs don't work. I know who you are. I know where you're from. I will find you if you try and escape. Why is he giving her contraceptive pills if he hasn't raped her? Maybe at the end of that sentence he should have said yet. Or, as he said, you're my captive until you fall in love with me. Maybe he's like, woohoo, she's going to fall in love with me and then we're going to consummate our newfound love. Okay. Something's weird. Of dirds doing the dark and ominous music. It's trying to, the music is literally trying to say, Ooh, something's weird here. And I've picked up on that. I must be psychic. Or you're just watching a movie and taking in the obvious hint that they're trying to tell you. Look at Jigo being observant. Thanks. To the obvious. That face does not say thanks anymore. <laughs> All right. Shall we keep going? Sorry, I just wanted to point that whole contraceptive thing out because that's weird. So you literally wanted to pause it to say after a weird, strange opening, you wanted to pause it to say, well, this is looking strange. More about the contraceptive. Mm -hmm. Like, why would she be on contraception if she isn't actively having sex? <clears throat> Because maybe she's literally just been kidnapped yesterday. Maybe she was on that before. And she's like, well, you know, maybe I better get this as a courtesy for her to help her control her hormones. Otherwise, she'll be... Crazy. Yeah. The captive will be crazy. Exactly. Very cool. Help her keep her hormones in check. You know contraception doesn't work like that, right? No, but it changes shit inside your body. Yeah. Your changes your hormones. Yeah, but not to the point where, like, she's gonna lose her nana if she's being held captive. It's not a pill's not gonna make a difference. No, I'm well aware. So. <laughs> I'm just saying she might basket case out more because she'd be going through crazy hormonal changes if she's normally on it and then suddenly forced to go cold turkey off it. Okay, but they're not addictive pills. I know. Okay, right, I kind of get just, what you mean. Do you? Because you're talking to me like I'm an idiot. No, I kind of get what you mean. I'm just trying to make sense of it. 
Okay. Well, let's let the movie make sense of it then. Bye-bye. Okay, we are back with 50 minutes left. Uh, in the movie. Glad that was recorded for everyone's... For prosperity. Everyone's ears. Um, so, any thoughts? What's the twist? Something's up, something's weird. Well, you did say your guess early on that she has amnesia. Yeah, well, yeah, because she's... Yeah. You sticking to that? Yeah, well, she can't remember her past, and, and that's what the book was a trigger for her. So she um, she asked for something. She asked her, cap, her captor for a pillow, for a blanket, and for a book to pass the time, and he gives her a book, and the book is a trigger for her. It, it makes her, brings up a memory because it's closely tied to an emotion. Mm-hmm. So she definitely does have amnesia. So what do you think? Is this some sort of really out there doctor plot to help her regain her memory maybe? Mm, I don't know. Then why would he be trying to convince her that her legs are broken? Like with that over, that recording of him saying, your legs are broken, do not try and move it's, um, they're in excruciating pain. Like it's that trying to hypnotize her every night kind of thing with that recording. Maybe it's a fear tactic. Hmm. If they make her feel scared, then it could open different sections of the brain better to receive like the book and whatever other triggers. Maybe. Well, there is, there is, Oh my god, no matter what time of the day it is, you're yawning. Sorry, um, it's only six o'clock at night, and it's only quarter to seven, and I'm yawning. How sad is that? Um, well, there is a big picture on the wall of a brain, mm-hmm. and one next to it is a chair. Not sure how that ties in, but... Don't know about the chair one, but yeah, when it showed the pictures more from a distance, the brain one actually looked like a tree, I thought. True. Yeah, I could see that. I don't know. Do you reckon maybe she's in a mental institution and maybe that guy's a doctor trying to treat her? Or a patient. Another patient is what I was about to say next. I don't know because he's sneezing and stuff and he's wearing slippers. And that, you know, well, not that I've ever been to many asylums, but don't the patients wear slippers? Don't. Or even in hospitals, like... Patients tend to wear slippers and shuffle around in slippers. don't know. When I was in the mental institution, I was too crazy to know what was going on. Sure enough. So glad I met you well after that, though. I'm living it, baby. <laughs> All right. Well, we've taken a few-minute hiatus because we're moving rooms. I don't think we need to mention that. Because it's not like the other room's going to sound any different than this room on the recording. The, um... You just want to brag. The reverb in that room is better for the recording. It's better for my voice. Right. No, you we're taking... Oh. You know what's better for your voice? When you're not yawning. Good job. Uh. <sighs> Sorry. You asked for that one that by talking about it. Uh hopeless. <laughs> No, we're taking a couple minute hiatus so we can move around. I need to get a drink. 
get all our yawns out of our system apparently try to at least but that's <sighs> never don't try to bring them on i feel like no matter what i do right now it'll make you yawn <sighs> Don't try and yawn quietly so people won't know what's going on. That was a big on. bum. My eyes are really watery now. I can't watch this movie. You are such a bum. Um, <laughs> right, so right, and that wraps it, it up because it's time for somebody's bedtime because it's nearly <laughs> 7 o'clock. Let's do it. Come on, let's scoot our boots over to the other room and get ourselves sorted. Scoot our boots. Scoot our boots. Right, eh, Grandma? Jesus Christ. <sighs> Sunny. Sunny Jim, stop. You want to make me do it again? Stop. You know, teasing me like that, it just means that you're yawning constantly. So you're doing what I am doing. I'm not actually yawning. I'm fake yawning. Yeah, but a fake yawn is still a yawn. No, it's not. No, I mean, like, you're, you're mi mimicking my yawning. Stop. Do you think this is like your superpower? Stop. There we go. <laughs> Took a few turns, but we got you there. You're hopeless. It sounds oddly sexual. You literally cannot even stay awake till 7 o'clock. Took a few turns, but I got you there. Ah! Ow! <laughs> Alright, we're going to make a move? Maybe you should go have a coffee so you can stay awake for a little bit. No, I might have a Coke. The fizzies will keep me awake. Righto, let's do it. Alright. Shut up. Okay. It's probably going to be our shortest podcast yet. I was just thinking that. It's just looking at the time. We've just finished the movie. We've only been recording for about 14 minutes, it seems. Um, hmm. I think we're both a bit torn what to say about this one now at the end. I'm just going to say... That I don't mind movies that are a little bit, you know, up for interpretation. But it really annoys me when movies are up for too much interpretation. I get that. Like, I... it just becomes a bit a bit of hard work for the, the, the audience. Like, that's where I'm at. Because I'm like, ah, nothing's really clear. Nothing's really, you know, set in stone. I don't know, just... I, I get the angle that some filmmakers, they do go for that. It's like, I ain't going to tell you what happened. I want you to make up your own decision and they leave it wide open for a couple of possibilities or interpretations. Yeah, sure, I get that too. But, like, when it's too wide open that even the actors don't know what's going on. Well, maybe they do know what's going on. Maybe there was a page of the script they got but then they lost it before they started filming so they didn't film that. So they left it as... Oh, well, there's no more, no more pages. Oh, my God. Shush. Stop yawning. Shush. Every time I start talking. So, I don't know. I really don't know what to say about that at the end. So, it ended with um, the captive professing her love for her captor. And then, and then basically killing him. Um... Because I'm assuming she still didn't trust him. That would be my interpretation of it. Mm -hmm. And then she tries to get away. 
But the place seemed exactly like what she, what he had said to her it was. Yep. So I feel like I, I feel like he was telling the truth. Maybe. And that's one of the obvious possibilities. He, he could have been telling the complete truth. Like, you know, if he loved her and all that sort of stuff, he could have been desperate to, um, you know, try and save her, help her get her memory back and all that sort of stuff. And also was hiding because he was, or fleeing because he killed the guy who raped her. Yep. Um, so yeah, sure. But, yeah, okay. I don't know. I don't know either. I'm kind of a bit like... Do you think that she, well, it would seem like she didn't believe it. But she slept with him and she seemed to be really enjoying it. Yeah, but that could also just be a, her being manipulative on her part, like her not trusting him for obvious reasons. She stabbed him to shithouse. That could have been her manipulating him like, oh, yes, I remember. I love you. Let's have sex. And then he's like, yes, she loves me. And he's like, Pfft. no, I don't. Stab, stab. But do you reckon, like, I mean, the whole time she didn't know what was going on. So can we really trust her perception of things? I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm posing too many new questions that are making it even harder to work out if we like this movie or not. See, and another angle, like, you know, he confessed his love for her and all that sort of stuff. Mm. She did seem a bit awkward and taken aback. Do you feel like? I don't know. I'm just thinking, like, she might have just been like, oh, I don't want to embarrass this poor little noodle here. And just saying, noodle. Saying, yeah, noodle. Poor little noodle. <clears throat> so, you know, she might not have meant that. And then, what if, nah. What if this guy just got insanely jealous and basically kidnapped her? What if it, they weren't an actual item? But she was having these, like, memories of him. Yeah, but like I said before, or that might have been before we started recording, saying, you know, he's either done the work and got her to think about that stuff so that it's popped back into her head, she's remembering stuff, or what if he just inceptioned her? It's like it, a pretty bad analogy, but it's like if I describe a movie to you and you're like, oh, what's, what's that movie you're always on my ass about? Shawshank Redemption. Oh, yeah. I've never seen Shawshank Redemption. How have you never seen Shawshank Redemption? Because, because I've exactly what I'm about to say. Because I know so much about it, I've seen parodies of it, I've seen bits and pieces, I feel like I have basically have seen the movie. I feel like I could almost tell somebody about the movie, even though I have not seen it. Hmm. So maybe she sort of created those memories in her head from him inceptioning them to her. Okay. Do you sort of get the link I'm getting at? Yeah. I don't know. Do you reckon she did get cured? Did she re actually remember all that sort of stuff? Well, I'm still under the impression that she was not a, uh, a trustworthy person anyway. 
Based on like, what? Not a reliable person in the sense that her she had retrograde amnesia, which means that her, even her memories would be fuzzy. So really... Well, that's yeah. why the guy was going for triggers to help her remember. No, I know, but that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, she can't... She... Was the guy bad? Who knows if he was bad? She kills him after he professes his love to her. But it's all in her perspective. So she could be fabricating the whole thing. You know what I mean? You're a bit lost on this one. Like, he... The end scene was scene was him being a nurse, a nurse or doctor or whatever. Look, because everything... Oh, my God. Stop talking while you're yawning. Yeah, sorry. Because everything was in her perception from mm -hmm. her perspective. So was she really in this, like, basement or was she in a hospital room the whole time? Was he really this guy who she loved or maybe he was a nurse? You know? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? lot of options like he could have been there just to help her and she's fabricating the whole thing that he's like kidnapped her but she's actually in a hospital possibly she could be in a hospital suffering from trauma from the rape yeah hmm look i'm not really sure bro i think we should watch another movie okay a movie that's not so hard on the brain cool wayne's world I was thinking more, um, what happened to Monday? Kick-Ass 2. We can watch that as well. It's still early. <sighs> I might go to bed. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's still early. Pain in my We can ass. watch another couple movies. Say it with me. Pain in my... You didn't say it. Pain in my, my ass. ass. That's the uh, title of our new podcast. Pain in my eyes. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Rod and Isabella is a pain in my ass. A very American of you. Yep. All right. You ready, pain in my ass? Yep. It's a very short podcast, but, you know, I guess it reflects our confusion. <laughs> we don't really know what to say about this. <clears throat> no. Would you do that for me? No. You wouldn't? If I... If Too I hard was, basket. <laughs> if I was, like, injured and... Um, I'm sorry, I'm just taking your pillow. Jesus Christ. If I was injured and, like, suffered from amnesia, would you, like... And then you came in and killed the guy that, that hurt me. Would you try to make me fall in love with you, Beauty and the Beast style? Stockholm Syndrome style. Stock yeah, which is, yeah, Stockholm Syndrome style. i probably wake up and be like, Ooh, familiar. Do I know you? And you'd be like, hi, I'm Rome. And I'd be like, ugh, you again. <laughs> Maybe we'd take that as a case of, look, we've been there, done that. <laughs> this is going to be even harder this time around. It's like, how about we cut our losses? <laughs> I was your boyfriend, but... You were crazy enough the first time. Now with added head trauma, you're going to be even more of a basket case. I was your boyfriend and I love you, but I got to go. Hope you're well. Take care. I found it interesting that it's classed as a thriller movie. Horror movie. Horror slash thriller. Yeah. I Literally nothing happened. No. <laughs> it was like, I want to say boring, but that wasn't 
it wasn't boring. It was kind of like literally nothing happened. And there was so much anticipation that you were going to, that something was going to happen that you're basically sitting at the edge of your seat the whole way through the movie. And then nothing happens. I know I said it at the start, but it does definitely have that 10 Cloverfield Lane feel about it. Was that a better movie than this one? I watched it a fair while it stopped yawning. <laughs> Stop snapping at me for yawning. I watched it a fair while ago. It's very similar in the whole, you know, two people, one room. It's just a conversation and stuff. But what I do recall, it did get a bit more tense, very... This one? No, the other one. Oh. What I recall is, without giving away spoilers, basic idea... You know I like spoilers. Cool, I don't. Basic premise, what I recall, is, like I was saying before, John Goodman's in it and he's got, like, an underground bunker or something like that on his property. And then he's got some young girl there. I think it's Alicia Cuthbert, but I could be way off on that. And anyway... He's basically got a chained up. Stop your name. Just keep talking. He's got a chained up in a room down in the bunker. And then he comes in, same sort of setup as this. You know, he comes in to introduce himself and all that. And he basically says something like, oh, there's some, I can't remember what he says, if it's like an alien invasion or some plague thing or something going on outside. We can't go outside. We have to stay down here. Mm. And I recall it being very good backwards and forwards, like this guy's talking shit. And then the more they talk and all that, it's like, fuck, this guy might be telling the truth. And then it kept going backwards and forwards. So I just remember getting to the point where it's like, I hated this guy. Now I believe him. Then I hate him and now I believe him. And now I still don't know what the fuck to think. Mm. So it was really, for a similar sort of movie, slow pace, a lot of talking, all that. It was very good in that I don't know whether to believe this guy or not. Well, I mean, that's you can, like, there are good movies when it's just two people in a room. Like, there was, like, as you're pointing out, 10 Cloverfield Lane, there was that movie called, wasn't it 10 by 10 or something? Yeah. That we watched really not too long ago. Oh, um, it was about 12 months ago. Oh, yeah, but, you know, it wasn't that long ago. Um, and then there's, you know, the likes of Saw 1, where you've got yeah. two dudes in a room. For the majority for of the, the majority movie. For the majority of the movie, yes, there's some, you know, flashback kind of stuff. But it's two dudes in a room. Like, you can make decent movies like that. It's just, when it's like that and it's based on, like, mind games and stuff, you can't, when it gets to the end of the movie, you can't leave too much to the interpretation of the audience because it's just too much, you know. Like saying, you never ended up seeing it. I think when very early when we first started going out, you used to not yawn every time I talked. It's not that you're talking. I'm conditioned. <laughs> I feel to... like my voice it's... puts you to sleep. Well, maybe that's a good thing, but it's not that. It's that I'm conditioned to yawn because we usually do this late at night. And so I'm usually, oh, sorry, I'm usually getting, sorry, I'm just tickling me by accident. I'm usually getting ready for bed. Now, what are you saying? You didn't end up watching the movie. We started watching the Ryan Reynolds movie, Buried. Oh yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, I fell asleep for that. I think you got I think you got about halfway through and you're like, I just can't sit up. I'm so tired. And you went to bed. 
You look like a sock puppet. You're screwing up your face trying to hide any yawn. Trying to trying to hold my yawns in. Trying to hide it from me. You literally look like a human version of a sock puppet. Or you were crunching your lips closed so tight. It was like you had a lemon in your mouth. I was trying to hold my yawn in. Sorry. Keep talking. Yes, buried. It was called buried, right? Yeah. Yeah, we never finished it because I fell asleep. Well, I did. You went to bed and I finished watching it. That was in my old place. Yeah. I like. I miss my old place. Cool. Anyway, that whole... I was allowed to yawn freely. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, go. That whole movie was Ryan Reynolds in the coffin. Yeah. And I was... Yeah, it's only him. Yeah. Yeah. I was very surprised how engaging that movie was, considering it's literally just Ryan Reynolds on the screen the whole time. Yeah, one dude in a yeah. small space, yeah. Yeah, but that, that got intense, that movie. We should probably finish that or... Probably watch it again. Yeah, probably start again because we did start watching it about three years ago. Memories. Yeah. Okay, well, any final thoughts on this? Would you recommend this movie to a friend? Honestly, by the time tomorrow comes, I don't think it would really be in my brain enough that if someone goes... What's a good movie to watch? I don't think I'd actually even think to mention this one. Yeah. I usually I usually try and like rate my like the movies we watch on a scale of one to recommend it to mum. Yeah. You know how much of a movie buff mum is. Um, yeah, but like everyone, she's got a specific taste. Yeah, for sure. No, but even still, a good movie's a good movie, like, you know. Yeah, I know, but she'd be more excited if you're like, hey, I saw this horror movie. She'd be like, ooh, tell me about it. Yeah, she's probably already seen it before I have. But, yeah. I mean, well, this is a great uh, class as a horror. Yeah, that's not a horror. Not scary, but, you know. That was more drama than anything with a tiny bit of mystery to it. Yeah. I wouldn't even say thriller, really. Well, I suppose we should wrap it up. Okay. Are you yawning? No. <laughs> You're yawning. <laughs> I'm yawning. All right. Look at that. Listen back to the recording. You won't hear me yawning. That was a yawn, I think. You just hit it very well. Listen to the recording. <laughs> All I heard was you yawn. New name for the podcast. Yeah. Yawning with you. That's cute. No, it means we're so boring that... You start yawning just with a voice, at our own voices. We should have a yawn count in these. Like have a whiteboard with the yawns on it. And Are you right there? I'm picking the hair off your face. I reckon that would make more sense doing that if we were doing a video recording. We'd just have a counter each time you yawn. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that was 31 minutes of us talking nothing relevant or important. Fuck's sake. <sighs> 31 and a half minutes with a minute and a half of us talking and 30 minutes of you yawning. <laughs> You're a bum. <laughs> it's not something that you find cute and alluring. No, because you keep doing it as soon as I start talking. No, because I can't yawn when I'm talking. Mm. Why do you try and prompt it? 
because it's... you know that it's super contagious to me. Exactly, because it's embarrassing enough that you keep doing it, and it just makes it more embarrassing that I just have to do a fake yawn, and nine times out of ten you'll yawn back. There we go. <sighs> okay, I think I am retiring from this podcasting stuff because Rod dislikes the fact that I yawn too much. I like the fact. Dislike. Oh, I was going to say, I dislike you. All right, see you never. All right. All right, nice knowing you podcast people. (laughs) Go get some sleep. (laughs) Bye. Catch you in the next Checking It Out. Probably going to watch Rod sleeping now, so I'm going to have a bit of a chat. My yawning just happens. I think it's a conditioned response to sitting here. I'm not very tired. What the hell? See, it's not even... I see. I yawn again. It's not even in response to Rod talking. It's just... I heard you yawn from the other room. <laughs> it's just... I don't know what it is. We sit here. Maybe it's the lights. Maybe the lights are dimmed. Rod, get up and try and undim the lights if they're not dimmed. I dead. just sat down. Well, hop back up, buddy. Anyway, we might be watching... Oh, I really want to watch... Um, what did I call, What was it called? Oh, What Happened to Monday? I really, really want to watch that. So that'll probably be the next one we watch. But Rod also wants to watch Kick-Ass 2. And I actually had a dream about that last night. So Well, it's a sign. We better watch it. We'll probably watch that first. All right. Thank you for listening. Um, I'm going to stop this recording. Rod's going to shoot me a couple more greasies. And then, yeah, we'll start the next one. Bye.